Good evening and welcome to the fourth episode of A Closer Talk. I'm Betty van Langendonk and I will be your host tonight. This fourth episode will be the last one before we take a summer break. And our guest tonight is Koen Maas, General Manager of Brussels Jazz Orchestra. Good evening, Koen. I will ask you some questions tonight about your job at the Brussels Jazz Orchestra, which you have been doing for a long time now. Um, if I'm correct, you've been working for the orchestra for 20 years. Could you tell us how this started, how you began working for the orchestra? Well, indeed, it has already been uh, 20 years that I, since I started with Brussels Jazz Orchestra. I studied music, I studied trumpet uh, at the uh, Lemons Institute in Leuven while I was a trumpet player. I was always in love with big band music and I played an amateur big band orchestra since I was 15 or 16. And then, uh, yeah, my dream came true that I could study music. I studied classical trumpet at the time in the Lems Institute. In that conservatory in Leuven, uh, there was also a conservatory big band. And mm -hmm. uh, they were always lacking some trumpet players. There, there were not enough uh, jazz trumpet players in the jazz department. And then they had to shop in the classical department for <laughs> additional players. And uh, that's how I came in, uh, in the orchestra. The first year when I was in Leuven, it was Bert Joris who was there conducting uh, or leading that band. And afterwards, it was uh, Frank Varane, uh, who we all know, of course, as artistic leader of Brussels Jazz Orchestra, who was uh, conducting the band. And that's uh, where my relationship with Frank started already more than 20 years ago, if I remember well, it will be have been 24 years ago but then uh, I finished my studies and yeah I started to look for a job teach a bit in a music school but suddenly I discovered a new world the world of music administration and I had the opportunity to uh, to work for a string a classical string ensemble uh, which was called uh, Ifia Mingi which was mm -hmm. uh, an orchestra by uh, conducted and, and the artistic director was Rudolf Werther. Uh, it was a great ensemble, very high level. Um, but they did once uh, a project uh, with a jazz orchestra and it was the jazz orchestra of the Concertgebouw, uh, our Dutch colleagues. And uh, I was so in love with that project that it was finally my kind of music. And uh, <laughs> as, as a young guy, I asked them, uh, do you have an opportunity for me to join in your administration? Can I do something? Unfortunately, they had no job offer, but they, they knew that Brussels Jazz Orchestra was looking for additional support. I contacted Frank to ask uh, yeah, if, if they would be interested to hire me. And uh, well, uh, that's where that uh, job interview ended and my career with Brussels <laughs> Jazz Orchestra started. Yeah. Then you do you started with the orchestra, but you didn't immediately start as a general manager. You no, um, I started uh, first as um, yeah an assistant of the manager. At the time, there was a different manager, but uh, already some months after I started uh, with the orchestra, he left. And then uh, the position of uh, a manager uh, became available and I thought, okay, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity because uh, I knew how high valuable, how high the artistic level was. And uh, yeah, there was really one of those moments that you have in your life. Now you have mm -hmm. to jump or you will never get such an opportunity anymore. I decided to jump. Uh, I didn't know anything about... Uh, management uh, 
running a business because finally uh, running an orchestra is like like running a business. Uh, so I had to to learn that by experience. But uh, well, they didn't fire me yet, so I think uh, <laughs> things worked out quite well. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it so. must have been uh, tough the first few years to get a hang of the job, to know what you have to do. How did you experience the first years? I talked with many people, uh, many people who were already working in the field. Uh, I also had good conversations with with uh, the people of De Werve at the time, Rick Bevernage, who was unfortunately, unfortunately not with us anymore. But uh, yeah, it was mainly uh, a combination of talking with people, uh, gut feeling. Yeah, I think a lot of gut feeling. <laughs> uh, And you know uh, the, the 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 technical stuff or, or administrational stuff of running a business, you can you can learn that. Uh, you just have to 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 ask enough people uh, enough questions. Yeah, because what are the those tasks is exactly of a general manager? If we have to picture uh, the tasks of a general manager for Brussels Jazz Orchestra, what do you do mainly? I think that the, the, the strength of the combination with me and Frank is that uh, I have the advantage also of, of, of being able to think like a musician because I used to be mm -hmm. one. Uh, that makes life quite uh, a bit easier. Sometimes it's very easy to, to anticipate on, on, on certain issues because I know how what the feeling will be, the general feeling or uh, what uh, the, the reaction of a musician can be. My work is, is a combination of, of strate strategy, planning. Uh, we have two colleagues. Uh, people might don't know it, but uh, it's a bit uh, strange to do this interview with a colleague of mine. <laughs> so that's funny. Uh, but yeah, I try to coach my team, uh, to, 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 to guide them. Uh, I have to keep an eye on the finances. I do the subsidy applications. I do the sales of the orchestra. Uh, I do a lot of the general coordination. We used to have uh, a colleague who was uh, focusing on production work. Uh, at the time, I, I do that uh, aspect too, uh, which is in these COVID times, uh, not so intense as it used to mm -hmm. be in non-COVID times. I assist and, and help the, the board of directors. Uh, we are an association. There is some administration involved with that. I am the contact with the, the accountant. Uh, I do the networking. Yeah, it's it's a, a very broad package of, <laughs> yeah. of tasks, uh, which makes it, of course, very interesting, uh, and and very uh, uh, yeah, every day is different almost. So yeah, a very diverse job. But if you would be planning a brand new project now with the orchestra, what were what would your role be? Uh, in developing that project? What would the different steps be until the orchestra is playing on stage? I don't have uh, a kind of uh, roadmap of paper where <laughs> I can check my bullet points, but it, it all starts with an ID and that ID can come from musicians or from Frank or from myself. Uh, if the ID comes from myself, that's the, the easiest to, to give you this, these steps. <laughs> the first thing I will do is talk with Frank. I, have, I need mm -hmm. his support. He has to believe in it, uh, and if he believes in it, I'm pretty sure that the orchestra will will believe also in it. Uh, that's that's the support uh, that we need for projects that 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 we need in 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 our organization. 
to be uh, uh, that support makes a project already successful even not a single note is written or played so that's yeah. very important and then uh, yeah the next steps is uh, to to make a concept of that idea um, to make to to find a story uh, around it because uh, just playing music unfortunately these days is not enough anymore for audiences and and venues then we were I, there's a lot of communication involved in, in in our work I guess and of course I have my colleague Betty who uh, works then uh, on on the communication of the project and then yeah of course when we when we have the concept there when the eventual guest artists and composers and arrangers are approached uh, when when we see that that people are available to collaborate with us and willing to collaborate collaborate with us we have of course to negotiate on the finances and stuff mm -hmm. but then i have to sell it um, I, I go to to our, our partners in belgium i go to our partners abroad uh, it, it's it differs a bit from project to project some yeah. projects are more successful international because uh, the, the story is more universal uh, than than other projects who might be more local uh, so then uh, yeah we have to try to 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 sell it to find maybe an agent uh, that helps us uh, to spread it out to spread out the word um and then it comes to to the production level uh, where when uh, we have a concert date uh, when we have to check if all the musicians are available to book the travels to book the hotels to organize everything that everybody knows because we are when we are traveling we are more or less a, 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 a traveling party of 20 people, which is already quite yeah. some. So that asks also some organization, of course. And then, uh, voila, then we're out. <laughs> and then uh, the last and most uh, uh, interesting and nice thing to do is that I can invoice the, 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 the final invoice to, to, to the organizer <laughs> and, and uh, do all the financial administration towards the musicians and the artists and and all other uh, fiscal administration that uh, comes together with that. So that's more or less the, 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 the different steps. and process, uh, yeah. Of course, there are much many more steps uh, depending yeah, on the yeah, project, yeah. if it's recorded, if you want to release it, uh, if there's uh, a, a video recording involved, uh, if there's any, sp if we do a collaboration with, with uh, Another art form uh, like like theater or s uh, classical music with a, a symphony orchestra or stuff like that. There's a lot of uh, additional communication. You have to align with those companies. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's it's quite quite a journey. <laughs> you were telling that when a project starts, it comes from you or from Frank. But how often does it happen that one of the musicians or maybe even an external artist? ask you to collaborate or has an idea for a new well, it's, project it's not exclusively for me and frank it's a combination from from frank for me and also from from musicians from mm -hmm. more musicians from from guest musicians so it also comes together with okay if if someone suggests a project uh, yeah for which you, you, you really have to think well in advance which audience is targeted with this kind of project, but also which kind of stages, venues, festivals are targeted with that certain yeah. project. Is, is there a chance of bringing it out in, on, on an international level to international stages to travel with it? Uh, do we really choose to do a project for one 
one single shot, one single concept, or do we want to make a series of it? Do we want to tour with it? I those are so, yeah. there are so many parameters that that uh, make it uh, not so uh, easy to say how how uh, yeah how many projects come from us or from others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, so that, that, and, and then we have to to see in the in the strategy the the, the mid mid uh, long term or the long term strategy. Uh, yeah, how many projects do we have? For national stages, or how many projects do we have for international stages? Uh, yeah, so that's that's a really a, a balance that we have to make. Yeah, it's quite challenging. But I assume in the 20 years that you've worked for the orchestra, there must have been very exciting moments. Also, what's the most exciting project that you've experienced so far? Every time that, that we can bring out this orchestra on the stage, that's 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 almost like yeah a victory or a party mm -hmm. even after all these years because I you really have to be committed as an organizer to hire a jazz orchestra. It's it's a, because it's uh, so many people. It's high cost. The the genre is is not so popular. Uh, yeah. It's it's not proper rock music. So. You really have to be committed and, and, and uh, as a programmer to program, the, the audiences also have to be committed, of course, to come out <laughs> for us. But uh, yeah, so in my opinion, almost every concert is, is uh, an achievement on its own. Yeah. But uh, of course, I have some projects that are much more fascinating for me or events uh, because there's much more history. For instance, uh, I, I never forget uh, the whole journey we made uh, towards the, the 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 Grammy Awards in 2014. We were nominated for an album uh, with Joe Lovano uh, um, to uh, in the Grammy Awards, and uh, at that time, uh, Frank and I traveled to Los Angeles, and we were part of that whole Grammy circus, which was crazy. It was unbelievable, <laughs> never seen before, and it was like living in a dream. Because on that moment, unfortunately, the orchestra couldn't join us. Uh, it was a pity, but yeah, I had the, the chance to be there. And uh, then I realized every second that I was there from, wow, I'm coming from <laughs> this little village in Limburg, in Lumen, in, in Belgium. And now I'm here at, at the most important prizes in the world for music the Grammy Award. So unfortunately, we didn't come home with with, uh, with the award itself. But, you know, they say uh, once Grammy nominated, you're nominated for life. So that, that was <laughs> super cool. And then another event was, uh, and it's not because it was the last uh, concert before the lockdown, but uh, maybe people remember it. We played a, a double concert with the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra with Winton Marsalis in uh, Bolzar in Brussels. And... Uh, being a trumpet player or an ex-trumpet player, but still in my heart, I'm a trumpet player. <laughs> uh, the, uh, yeah, Rito Marsalis is is, is simply uh, every trumpet player hero, whether you play classical music or jazz. I, he he yeah. plays the horn like no one else or almost can do. So uh, there was soup. And then that orchestra, I, that's... that's, that's uh, such a high level uh, orchestra that we admire so much. I, it was really interesting to see the dynamics between our orchestra and theirs, uh, because there was so many respect uh, uh, from our orchestra towards theirs. Uh, but then also you felt the mutual respect that was uh, mm -hmm. coming out. So that was, that was super. And then suddenly you find yourself 
shaking hands at that time uh, a couple of months ago we still shaked hands uh, but but we were also dining and and having fun and interesting conversations and afterwards he invited us uh, to join his worldwide concert uh, for our culture and yeah. suddenly I received a phone call of the Winter Marsalis came on my mobile phone I, that's that's that's, all, that's, <laughs> that's all, a dream. Uh, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable but uh, yeah there was there was super nice I have a and great I, I can continue for hours if you want to <laughs> there's so many other projects that I enjoyed a lot uh, yeah okay so we've talked about uh jazz and you said that well it isn't the most popular music genre so how do you keep a jazz orchestra interesting for all kinds of audiences for young and old well yeah maybe i, I should say it's not maybe the most popular because i it's a niche genre there's so many musical genres and yeah unfortunately many people are just frightened by the word jazz which is totally <laughs> i not i i cannot use the word ridiculous but it's not necessary they just you just have to try it and uh uh, yeah, the, the the kind of music uh, we make with the Brussels Jazz Orchestra is so orchestral and so uh, full of harmony and melody. So uh, I always have the feeling, even when people who don't know, uh, who say, I don't know anything from, of jazz, when they are sitting in the venue, attending a concert or at a festival, they're, they're, immediately they are enthusiastic about it. But we try to lower the, the first big step that might uh, be there for some people to also to, to work on projects where we combine, uh, make combinations with other art forms. For instance, we have, we made uh, a couple of projects with uh, silent movies. Uh, mm -hmm. We made projects with theater, uh, with uh, symphony orchestras, with uh, graphic novels even. And all those yeah. uh, art forms do have their specific uh, audiences and uh, of course we hope by doing these kind of projects to trigger those audiences to come out and to discover what we are doing as a jazz orchestra but also of course what we are doing with the combination of, of uh, their art form and our art form and then it yeah. just comes uh, yeah then the final result is to make a good project with with uh, with added value for for that uh, a super nice story to to give to your audiences by by combining and yeah and and for instance yeah younger audiences we now have a project uh, which we will record soon uh, which is called we orchestrate words and mm -hmm. it goes more into hip hop uh, to, I makes a combination with hip hop and jazz uh, there's some soul into it uh, there's a DJ uh, turntablism so yeah that's that's uh, also a manner to, to find new audiences. And after all, the, uh, jazz is the root of so much uh, and so many uh, musical genres these days uh, that is so popular. But yeah, sometimes people uh, don't know it or yeah, uh, are too f afraid of it, <laughs> unfortunately. How do the musicians react when you propose an idea like, okay, we're going to perform with a DJ and uh, a hip-hop uh, rapper and a singer are they enthusiastic well first so. maybe they think for oh what will be this but then uh we we have a team of house arrangers so uh we, we work with a team of of, of arrangers who, who and composers who make the music and for this project it is uh, Dieter 
yeah. who is also an uh, alto saxophone player in the orchestra. And uh, that gives already a lot of confidence. And then, yeah, we, we, we try to, to find talent that is really, that can, that can uh, carry uh, or can, uh, it are big shoes to fill if you, if you, if you are a soloist with, with the orchestra, because the, the artistic level, musical level, we are, <laughs> we are so blessed to, to have so many talented people, but it can be very intimidating for certain soloists. And uh, yeah, then we ha then it's our job to find uh, uh, people who can think and, and make music on the same level. And and yeah, that's 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 uh, a challenge sometimes to 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 find uh, these these uh, musicians. But uh, if everybody feels in the orchestra, okay, the, these are the talents. We check them out. Uh, we did some. Uh, yeah. If if we don't if they don't know the names they will Google them or Spotify yeah. uh, them, and and, and need uh, some reassurance. Yeah. Then then it works out. I I also remember once uh, because the the hip hop and DJ is a little bit closer maybe to jazz. We, uh, some years ago we did a project with Oriental musicians, and we made a combination of jazz with Oriental music, and it were. Not jazz musicians, those are Oriental soloists, but uh, they played really the traditional Oriental music for mm -hmm. people from uh, Syria, musicians from Syria. They were super high talented. We we found uh, uh, Hannibal, uh, who, who who was the in between uh, to show us uh, who we should ask uh, uh, to to show us the talented. Uh, traditional people because we don't know that musical language so he, he gave us the talents and on the first rehearsal in the orchestra they were saying oh what's what will uh, come out of this uh, combination but then those people started to play and some of the musicians uh, they even didn't speak english so the, the communi communication was not that easy but you felt the musicianship and that's enough then the music speaks for it and then music is is a kind of universal language yeah and the respect is there and boom it was fireworks yeah, yeah musical fireworks so that's the beauty of music uh, it can go further than than the traditional communication that we have of language and then you have that electricity and that makes it if, if if yeah if a project has the electricity i don't know how i can describe it uh, differently then uh, <laughs> yeah you you have uh, a match made in heaven i guess yeah. music plays a big role in your life and your job for the orchestra is a full-time job but next week you're going on vacation your vacation starts how difficult or easy is it for you to not think about the orchestra for a few weeks well, not to think about the orchestra, I think that's quite impossible. Uh, I have a responsibility and with that responsibility comes a lot of uh, uh, <laughs> thoughts. And, 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 and uh, yeah, you, you're always, in my head, it's, it's always turning uh, with the several uh, situations that we have to, to cope with. Uh, but I remember uh, a long time ago, uh, I, I didn't put off uh, my cell phone during holidays. And on the second day, I received a phone call from uh, an international musician. We were preparing a recording project. And uh, yeah, he, he asked me things and I, was, I had to anticipate. And yeah, uh, my vacation was over. My holidays were over. <laughs> and since then, I decided, okay, when I'm on holidays, I put off the cell phone 
and most of the time it's possible uh, but this year I'm afraid it won't be possible we are experiencing such special uh, times uh, mm -hmm. during this COVID uh, pandem pandemic pandemic yes yeah uh, so I have the feeling that I have to be standby somehow well, I'm not here, but by phone and by email, you can already do some stuff. Uh, of course, I won't be working uh, the full day, um, but but yeah, no, it's 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 always in your mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you mentioned uh, COVID nineteen and the the last few months, which have been hard for the cultural sector, but slowly things are moving a little bit forward which we see um but how how does the orchestra experience this uh do they have a vision on the future on the coming months you will um, most probably not be able to perform on stage uh this fall uh, unfortunately, uh, the restrictions, the regulations here in Belgium uh, for artists on stage and especially for horn players are very strict and uh, it, there's a requirement of a social distance uh, between horn players of uh, two mm -hmm. meters in between yeah. everybody from, from uh, as they say, heart to heart. And from, uh, for non-horn uh, play, I, for the other musicians, uh, drums, piano, guitar, double bass, they have to respect one and a half meter of social distance. But that means uh, that with the full orchestra, there's almost uh, no stage where we can show up. The, the stages are, are, are too small. Our stage plot is, a, is, is, is twice the width of the normal stage plot. So we need a width of 15 meters almost, if I remember well. And that's yeah. If if we if we if we check uh, the, the the schedule, uh, the orchestra schedule of the fall, uh, there are only two stages that are so wide. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that makes it uh, quite simple, but super hard to say. Okay, uh, it's impossible. And uh, the projects we have now ready are for full orchestra. It's not possible to to quickly uh, rearrange stuff for a small band or on top. Uh, it won't be the BGO as people know it. Uh, yes. What will we do uh, this fall? We will uh, record in a studio environment. It is possible to uh, cope with this uh, with a social distance uh, because uh, yeah, there will be booths uh, for several instrument groups. Uh, there's uh, much easier uh, monitoring with headphones and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so we will record uh, most probably three projects uh okay and those are huge investments but uh that way we can also prepare already a bit 2021 and of course uh it gives us also the opportunity to to produce content uh for uh, online fans uh because we want to stay in touch with them uh, otherwise everyone will forget about us <laughs> uh, and we don't want that of course yeah. we want to stay uh connected with uh fans uh, and and by creating that content video uh, audio of course we can uh, yeah we can keep the connection alive we're just gonna talk a little bit about uh, Kuhn's favorite BGO track which you've chosen could you tell us what you've chosen and why 
Well, yeah, uh, I, I, I choose a track, but unfortunately I was suffering with some technical difficulties. Uh, normally we would uh, play the track in, in this uh, broadcast, uh, but the track I choose, and uh, maybe we can add the link uh, of it yeah, uh, on we'll YouTube in, in the comments. I choose for the composition uh, Dangerous Liaison of Bert Joris from uh, the, the album with the same name, Dangerous Liaison. And uh, well, it's 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 uh, it's uh, a composition for double orchestra, which means uh, for symphony orchestra, a full lineup symphony orchestra. It was almost 19 musicians, if I remember well, and wow. then the jazz orchestra, uh, the Brussels Jazz Orchestra. And this was a project that started up already in its first form, uh, I believe, in 2004 or five. Uh, it was an, an idea uh, of bringing the bands together by uh, Jan Raas of the Philharmonie at the time. And Bert made such a beautiful composition where, where every orchestra uh, performed its own uh, characteristic, characteristic role. Uh, the, the symphony orchestra, they stayed in the classical music idiom. And the mm -hmm. jazz orchestra, of course, played jazz. And that's a very important approach or a very important start. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite challenging for jazz musicians to play classical music. <laughs> and even more challenging, I'm very sorry, classical musicians, but for classical <laughs> musicians to play jazz. But uh, in, that, in that project, everything came together marvelously. And uh, it was... Uh, It's, it's impressive. Uh, it's for me the perfect orchestra in general. Every orchestra would be would need a, a big band in its lineup. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I love also uh, soundtracks and, and, and music for films and, and uh, yeah that, that came that orchestral sound with, with so many dy dynamics with elite trumpet player with drums. Uh, Uh, that came all in that dangerous liaison uh, composition, and uh, yeah, that's I think one of the most uh, beautiful things. I it's it's very hard to 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 to, but you asked, so I have to say what <laughs> I, what I love. <laughs> I love so many other recordings, of course, but uh, this one is, is is something very special, I guess. Uh, Okay, great. So um, thank you, Kuhn, for answering those questions tonight. It was a pleasure. Um, I'm wishing you a very happy uh, and joyful vacation. Thank you. And to everyone who watched, thank you for watching. We, uh, we have a summer break now, but certainly keep an eye on all our channels because uh, we'll be posting new videos and news uh, very soon.